The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. I am so excited to come to you today. If you're listening to me live, uh, the whole globe is, is going through a uh, birthing process, and um, life is uh, complicated and difficult for many human beings right now, and it is a... Um, a bit of a gut check, if you will. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what your gut is telling you and how to listen to it and how not to overinterpret it and how to get yourself more in alignment with the higher centers, but still at the same time, give that good old gut that's giving you something, uh, how to pay attention to it and not over do it. And I have with me my wonderful, talented, world-renowned director of coaching with my team coach, Mo, Miliana DeMori, calling in from uh, Croatia. Hello, Miliana. How are you today? Hello, Mo. Hello, everybody. I'm really well and really, really honored to be with you here today. Yeah, excellent. And may I say, Miliana, that uh, it is your birthday and happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. It is my birthday. What a great way to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, so mm-hmm. happy to have you joining me here today. You know, um, months ago, when I arranged this topic of don't let your gut instincts make decisions and talking about, we hear this all the time with our clients, we're going to dive into what a gut instinct or what a gut feel is all about. And we're going to break it down because right now people's guts are probably in a bit of a turmoil. They're probably feeling things that maybe they haven't felt in a long time or even ever. Uh, A lot of people's uh, food, water, and shelter is upended, just changed in, in so many ways. And the stress and pressure of impending doom, which we can't help but to have, if you watch news, one time in the past couple of weeks, you know what's going on, and you're you're going to have a reaction around what is going on. Um, as you know, Miliana, I don't usually watch the news, and I feel a little bit more compelled to stay on top of things um, now. And the other the other evening, I was watching um, the news, um, and it was a clip of the hospitals in Italy. Everyone's in these hazmat protective suits with the full face gear and it literally was a scene out of a movie but the headlines were on how many people had died that day and it was double the deaths the day before and all of this and I I watch the news now maybe twice a week just I don't know in case you know the planet shuts down and I, um, I, I need to pay attention to that um but usually I don't And so even that short little episode of watching what was going on in Italy, it made my gut 
hurt. I, I felt I felt a punch. I felt an internal turmoil. Now, some of the great work we do in our kick-ass workshop, Miliana, together with our clients there, uh, they're feeling all sorts of things usually before they come into our workshop. And then they feel even more things as we help them unwind some of the defensive barriers that we put in place. As a human being, I'm likely to not want to feel my gut getting wrenched by watching the TV news. And I'm likely to push those feelings away. And I'm also likely to eat to soothe my stomach because it feels upset. So my subconscious desire is to eat to soothe myself or to have something warm or to otherwise soothe myself in other ways, maybe blunting my, my, my emotional reaction with alcohol or binge-watching Netflix and staying up super, super late and my brain just is like in this hypnotic days before I fall asleep. Let's break this down for our clients. When we feel our gut having that type of reaction to some big news, some scary thing, something that's going to threaten us, what's going on in our body exactly? Yeah. So we have, um, we actually have three brains, the gut, the heart, mm-hmm. and the heart. And the gut is our engagement with the world. So it's no wonder that we get like the, oh, like the punch in the stomach when we see something around us. So it's connected to our instinct and to our intuition. So it goes straight into survival, like things that we were born with. Our physical body has one purpose of survival. And so why do we turn to food or other things? Is It is a form of self-soothing in that very moment. It might not serve us for long term, like I said, eating or alcohol. It's, uh, you know, in that moment, a distraction, but not a, not a solution. So in our gut, it's actually where our unconscious lives. It's where serotonin, the happy hormones, are created. Um, it's very practical, direct. And mm. we can learn to develop that one as well. And that means sometimes when we have that punch in the stomach, you know, what I, I firmly believe is we can't worry ourselves into creating world peace. We can't worry mm. ourselves and panic into making sure that someone else in the world is not having the experience that there are. What works the best for us is to work with our gut, with our brain, with our instinct, with our intuition, and how to boost your immune system and how to make the world a better place is by soothing your your gut with something that is going to be long-term serving you, such as you know things that we share in the workshop, uh, meditation, different techniques. Like this is this is really really a call for positive action to create and to teach our body that we can be safe, we can be wise even in these times, we can still care for each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and let's let's dive deeper into the physiology here, Miliana, because so many uh, clients we deal with, and actually so many women we talk to on our clarity calls who may not end up being clients, but they're having difficulties in their career and they're feeling certain feelings of fear inside of them. The gut is there as a protective mechanism. And it, let's just say it this way, it overreacts to things because it it can't sort through and think through what it's reacting to. We need our conscious brain to sort that out. And at the same time, it is perhaps overriding our spiritual intelligence, our heart intelligence, and it can get it can get pretty bossy that gut 
<laughs> so as as the as the gut brain, which is really uh, fueled by uh, microorganisms, it is active. It is constantly in physical motion. Unlike our actual brain brain, which is a, an electrical system that is in motion, our gut is actually a mechanical and bio biosphere. It's, it, it, there's, there's, there's living stuff eating and breathing and, 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 and consuming and creating waste. There's, there's, there's stuff literally being done in there. It's like a little factory going on. And those organisms are responding to energetic uh, uh, stimulus. And, and when they receive a certain type of stimulus, they give us a transmission up into the brain that something is scary. We need to be aware. We need to be on alert. And so they're like the fire engine, uh, the fire bell, the fire alarm. And there, there's plenty of false fire alarms that are gut rings. And we do know, based on uh, physiology and science that has really, really reaffirmed a lot of these principles, that there is legitimately something in the body that is happening when we're scared. And most people on this human planet have interpreted that to mean, therefore, I don't act. Why is it that we're compelled to contract and shrink when we have that gut reaction? That's exactly how you said, like just the physical, how you described it more, like gut is more like the mechanical, then we have the brain electric and the heart, the magnetic. Uh, we mm -hmm. contract because it, we go into fight, flight, freeze where we go into the survival instinct. And the truth is that we can't make, or ideally we shouldn't make all our decisions just based on the gut or just based on the head or the heart. Because when we look at uh, intuition, so one of the best descriptions I've ever experienced and heard of, about, you know, what is intuition and what is fear based on, um, you know, imagination and fear fed to us is true intuition is soft. It's neutral. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a suggestion such as, hey, how about this? How about that? And then versus panic, fear, punch in the stomach. That actually mm -hmm. is unresolved fear or fear fed to us or unresolved mm -hmm. trauma. Now, I'm doing something interesting in the last few weeks. Like I'm doing this, you know, I don't watch the news either, but I'm purposefully not watching any news. Guess what? Mm -hmm. I still find out what's going on. Right, of course. Yes. I still find out. Oh, I can't move. I can't move with my car past this point. Oh, okay, the shops and the pharmacies are open. I mm -hmm. I watch zero news and still I, I'm getting so that with my intention I still right. get enough what I need at this very moment, and I deliberately yes. choose to stay in peace, in calm, and ask myself what can I do. And so with our gut, when you really want to uh, develop your gut intelligence and the response to it, here's the difference. So it's our subconscious mind and our gut. It's uh, instinct, intuition. Now, our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between right. what's going on right now. So someone is like chasing you, a bear is chasing you, or you have mm -hmm. to be locked down, or your house is burning down. Or mm -hmm. if we vividly imagine it, or if our imagination is fed by the media. 
our gut will respond mm. like a fire, right. like a punch in the stomach because it doesn't mm-hmm. know the difference. And how do we know that? Right. Is, mm-hmm. you know, people with, let's say, a fear of spider or fear of heights, they just have to think about it, the, mm-hmm. the gut response. Because yes. It's just imagination. So that's the power of your mind. That's where you start and invite yourself into, I will, uh, you know, invite my, my intellect, my wisdom into this equation and also my mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. Right. You you mentioned a very interesting phenomenon that we human beings uh, get tricked into, and I want to elaborate on it because you said it, um, and and I want to dive into it. When we're feeling a certain feeling, we will look for stimulation to enhance that feeling because our 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 primitive defense mechanisms want to look for matches to to verify and validate that I'm feeling this way and it's true. So when we're feeling fear, a normal human being person is likely to want to watch the news in order to validate their feelings. Yep. I got right. I'm really feeling fear. Look at all this stuff happening in Italy. Look at all this stuff happening in Spain. Look at all this stuff happening in the U.S. Look at all this. Look at all this. Look at all this. So we literally go down a rabbit hole, Alice in Wonderland, not here, we literally go down into a spiral, magnifying our fear, and we look for attractive matches to that that then soothe us in our rational brain to make sense of the fear that we're feeling. So we have a gut instinct, And now our subconscious brain is on the prowl to look for matches for that fear. Up, yep, here's the headline. Up, yep, here's the news program. And it's almost like we we are hypnotized to bring forward additional fear evidence in order to justify what we're feeling. And that just makes it more and 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 makes it more. And And at some point, very early on in that process, we have to energetically push it down because we can't tolerate it. So then all sorts of things happen, including the fact that we now have this big repressed fear. And you mentioned that what happens when we have one fear response, it triggers a lot of that repressed stuff. So we're bringing up all of the pent up fear. And now we have a literal chaos and our brain is in panic mode and the nervous system is not functioning fully. It is functioning in survival mode. This is why grocery store shelves are completely empty. Because there's a lot of human beings who are on you know, a teeny tiny portion of their brain in survival mode. And they have to collect food, water, shelter stuff. Like they're out in the prairie uh, they heard doomsday is coming and they're collecting stuff and they got to stock up, stock up, stock up, stock up. This is quite a phenomenon that we're witnessing in the, in the humanity around the globe, is it not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, fear is uh, is a really a thing that we can now see in the behavior. And it's not even conscious choices. You can see how right. it is driving people and how strong that survival mechanism is. And they don't include their wisdom, they don't include their heart intelligence, meaning they're like, hey, let's do this together. How can we work as a community and be there for each other and look after, be be here for each other? So 
That mm-hmm. is so so true. How we look for evidence to uh, to justify you know justify fear, justify anxiety. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit of fear, and then here is the, the chance. Move into your head. Write write it out. Speak about it. Um, when you start in, integrating your higher brain and higher intellect, you are getting out of the head. Okay. And saying out loud, my biggest fear is this, and writing it out loud, and writing it out, mm-hmm. and then really seeing, okay, what are my options? So you, you give yourself the gift of completing that thought and what your yeah. options are and what your support system is. So you let the fear go, like let it come up, and then let it also re- re- let go out of your body. Mm-hmm. Right. In the second half of the show, we're going to take folks through a bit of a calming uh, exercise. Well, maybe we, we may do two of them, Miliana, so that we can um, give our listeners um, a, a few tools how to handle uh, the stress and the tension. It's inevitable in the human experience that we're going to have uh, episodes in our lives that are going to cause uh, our gut to go, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Fire bell rings, and now we have to summon the fire truck. And if it's a false alarm, the fire truck runs down the street full tilt looking for the fire. And when it lands, it's like, huh, nope. But our brain is focused on we're going to find that darn fire because we want to respond to the alarm. So we're going to help you in the second half of the show, dear listeners, uh, learn how to back that response down without repressing or masking it into we don't want you to deny the feelings, but there are ways to manage them. And you don't have to react and act in the world on every feeling that you're having. If you're not a master of your feelings, if you're not a good manager of your feelings, you're going to be in reaction mode all the time. And this is where we make decisions that are not really in our best interest. This is where we go into things uh, because we are in panic mode, etc. So um, we'll break that down in the second half of the of the show, Miliana, and and give some tools to our listeners. But let's let's go into how the heart and the head help us assimilate and manage what's happening in the gut. Yeah. What's the what's more, the what's the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's say we, we get the first uh, information through our gut and have that you know, punch in the stomach or just this like uncomfortable feeling. And then at that very moment, um, and you know, we, referring back to what we teach our ladies is how to be the master of yourself, mindset mastery, emotional mastery, and really researching people that are highly successful, and we're talking about mentally, emotionally, and career-wise successful, is that they don't just base the decision just on the gut. It's also asking advice of those yeah. that are experts in the field. It's uh, going mm-hmm. back through their um, their intellectual knowledge and wisdom, and it's also sitting with themselves and like, okay, what is uh, you know what is my head telling me? What is my heart telling me? What will be a great solution? So deliberately moving into self communication through questioning of what can I do? What is possible? What is the good in this? Oh, how can I develop my character through this? Like this is one of the best opportunities to really notice how you show up when things matter. 
Yes. So something uh, AQ, a diversity quotient or attitude quotient, which is the, the biggest thing that will determine are you successful in your life? How do you deal with adversity? What, happen, what happens that's unexpected? How do you, how, what is your attitude like? Do you become a team player and feel the fear and be positive anyway? Or do you go into fear and everybody is an enemy? It's a choice. Mm -hmm. yes. It's a choice. And I, I firmly believe if you're listening to this, this is just not going, oh, yeah, I have a choice. And not judging if we had that knee-jerk reaction in the past, but just taking mm -hmm. inventory. Oh, did it serve me when I, when I reacted like this? Did I feel empowered? Did it serve those around me? And so having this gift of who do I want to be and who do I want to become in, in these unusual times. So that's where your intellect mm -hmm. comes in. That's where, that's where you start looking for what, what science of success, science of uh, emotional healing is out there that I can now tap into. It is self-empowerment and self-development rather than staying in status quo and going backwards and having right. the world run your emotions and then you becoming the person that runs your life, runs your emotions from a place of empowerment and possibilities. Right. And so when we are um, in, our, in our highest state, when we are integrating all of these pieces that come together, so we have the gut mechanical response to the field that we're reacting to, we have the intellectual sphere that is processing uh, experiences and expertise and thought patterns, and then we have, and, and that's electrical, and then we have the, the heart either glowing or not glowing, sometimes the heart is so shut down and so blocked because of years of repressing feelings, it's become self-protected and we've created a, a cage around it. But in, a, in an ideal scenario, we have the heart factoring in as a, as a magnetic feeling, pulsing energy, guiding and directing our highest self. So the gut is doing its thing going, hey, look out, watch out. Ooh, there could be some problems going on here. We have the brain going, hey, is that true? What's going on? I know better than this. I have solutions. I know how to get myself out of this. I know how to this and that. I know how to make phone calls, figure out more stuff. I know how to do, 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 act, act, act. And then the heart lights up with inspiration. The heart lights up with lightness and truth. See, the, the, the real, the real uh, artistry, of living in a very well self-managed centered state is to allow the gut and the brain to do their thing from the back seat and to put your heart and your highest sense of self, your your divine self, the heart is light, the heart is is joy and love and 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 openness. When we process through into the heart, now we have the highest intelligence speaking on our behalf and guiding us toward optimal action, solutions, direction. It is the best wayfinder for us because when we feel light and happy from the chest, we feel, we feel literally light in the chest. And we know truth 
by that feeling. Oftentimes, if we over-listen to the gut, it's fear-based and falsehood. If we listen to just the brain, we're typically over-analyzing, overthinking, and most people don't take action when they're still just in their brain. So the gut will cause us to, re- to, to constrict and, and, and retract ourselves, left alone. The brain will cause us to, to freeze and overthink of every possibility. The pro-con list never ends. And the heart will open us up to truth and joy and positive direction toward our highest good, our highest self, the best answers of what we must do and be in the world come through that. And when we feel that, that beautiful feeling, we know we're on, on track, on track with who we are and how we are to live our most sacred divine life. Um, Miliana, we have about a minute. Let's talk just about the heart's magnetic pull before we break, and then we'll come back and do some tools. Well, the beautiful news is that the heart's magnetic pull is much more powerful than the brain electric, uh, you know, measurements and the gut. So knowing that, when you go into the feeling of what you want to have achieved, you're moving into where you want to go much faster, much easier. So we're going into heart intelligence and deliberately feeling what we want to achieve, feeling what we want to feel before we are kind of, quote, unquote, able to feel it. Ah, is also working with the brain, going there. Right, Mm. right. We're going to come back to that because that's exactly where we're going to start in the second half of the show. This is Coach Mo Fall. We'll see you in a few minutes. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are back better than ever. This is uh, Coach Mo Fall. I'm here with my director of coaching and my friend, Miliana DeMori, she is a absolutely wonderful coach and very, very talented in a lot of modalities of how we can regulate our nervous system, how we can basically self-program our nervous system toward our higher uh, good and, and better feeling states. We're going to walk you through uh, two exercises in this half of the show so that you can learn how to get in touch with some of the brilliance of how your body is put together. So we talked in the first half of the show about how the body is put together in a way that is actually trying to prevent us from getting killed. And so it tends to overreact to stress and stimulation in the modern world because, yes, this current pandemic, it could kill us. That, there, that is a possibility. So this is really truly one of the few times in our human current history that our life might be threatened. And we might be feeling stress and the fight flight freeze mode may actually be more legitimate than let's say an angry boss or an angry coworker, which is most of what our stress typically is. And most of the stress that we're coaching some of our women through in the 
in the kick-ass workshops that we conduct. So if you like what you're hearing from uh, Coach Muliana and myself, we would love to talk to you about your career and opportunities for us to help up-level your career and bring your soul to work. That is what we do in our kick-ass workshop. We help our clients bring their souls to work so that that guidance system of the highest beautiful version of you is running the show. Because most human beings walking around the planet, their gut and their brain are running the show. And that sort of leads to a lot of, a lot of complications, struggles, suffering. So if you would like to know more about the work that I do, you can join and sign up for my free webinar that I conduct all the time. And you can find that at mofall.com slash masterclass. And there's uh, two or three options available. Uh, for you to join the webinar, if you log into that website name, mofall.com slash masterclass. If you're ready to dive in and help us, have us help you diagnose your career and what's going on, and if we can help you, we'd be happy to talk to you on a complimentary career clarity call. And you can book that at mofall.com slash give me clarity. So either option to get rolling. What I know to be true is this. In times of intense difficulty on the planet like we're going through right now. There will be people who will be greater, have greater success through this and after it. And they will be the people who have learned how to master their highest version of themselves. There will be people who will be a bit left behind. And we saw that after the tragedy of 9-11 20 years ago. And we saw that after the global recession in 2008 to 2010. Some careers, some lives were not ever put back on track after those massive reorganizations of, of the planet and how we perceive the world to be. We are now in another one of those transitions, and I believe this one is bigger than those two even put together. So what we are passionate about is to help human beings up-level how they conduct their lives, how they insert their power and leadership in the world. And that equates to greater prosperity. There will be greater prosperity for millions of people, billions actually, following, coming through this pandemic. So we're, we're going to teach you two very powerful techniques that, we, that are portable, that are absolutely free, that you can do any time during the day. You don't even have to store them in your pocket. All you have to do is remember them. And they are super, super simple. Uh, Miliana is going to take you through a process called tapping, emotional freedom technique is the longer name, EFT. You've heard it by EFT, tapping, emotional freedom technique. And she's going to explain it to you. She's going to walk you through what, what to do, and, it, and she's going to have to explain it pretty in detail because you're going to do stuff on your body. And then we're going to uh, kind of wrap that up, and then I'm going to walk you through a heart, co a heart coherence exercise where you can bring your heart to life a little bit stronger, a little bit more, and you can begin to feel that guidance system a little bit more strongly. So, Liliana, let's take everyone through the emotional freedom technique, tapping, and uh, Carry on. Yeah, so we would love to share, I would love to share with you what EFT is or tapping. 
it's a combination of Eastern uh, acupressure and works with the, our energy centers and Western psychology. So what it actually does is it can lower your cortisol by 40%. That's a stress hormone. It can lower emotional pain, physical pain, and it's gently tapping, like, you know, like tap, 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 on points on your body that have energetic um you know, something is going through them, like emotions and organs connected to organs. So um, I want you to use your imagination and join me as we start tapping on our karate chop. So that's the outer edge that follows your little finger. And you just start tapping with your three fingers, index, middle, ring, and little finger along that edge. And we'll, we say out a, a setup statement. We say three times. Now, we say three times because it deals with something which we call a psychological reversal. That means that sometimes we hold on to our pain, we hold our stories because there is some sort of secondary gain. Meaning if we hold on to our pain and our stories, we don't have to take responsibilities for something greater or don't have to go into something new, which could be even scarier. So now that we do that, we let go of that psychological reversal. So let's do the tapping on fear and on anxiety. So I'll say the setup statement and then you repeat it after me. So tap on your karate chop and we'll say it three times. Even though I feel fear and anxiety, I love and accept myself. Even though I feel fear and anxiety, I love and I accept myself completely. Keep tapping. Even though I feel fear and anxiety, I love and accept myself completely. The next point is the top of our head. Now, if you have really high blood pressure, just skip that one. So the top of our head, I use my flat hand and just tap on the highest point of my head. And then we do a repeater phrase. Okay, this fear, this anxiety. And then repeat out loud after me. This fear, this anxiety. The next point is at the beginning of your eyebrows. So where your eyebrows start growing, and you can do both sides with your index and middle finger or one side. And do the repeater phrase. This fear, I'm feeling this fear. The next point is the side of your eye. I'm experiencing this fear. And then notice where in your body you, do you feel it. Like you can say, I feel this fear in my heart and my gut. I feel this anxiety in my heart and my gut. Take a breath in. The next point is under your eye, just where kind of the, the bone starts. All this fear, all this anxiety, and you can go into the specific, specifics, all this fear, all this anxiety because of what's going on in the world. All this fear with what's ha going to happen with my health and the health of my loved ones. Next one is under the nose. And keep tapping with one hand under the nose and saying, I'm feeling this fear. And... Oh, it's a 7 out of 10. So you just give yourself your own rating. And then under the chin is the next point. All this fear, all this anxiety in my heart and my chest. The next point is your collarbone. Just under the highest point of your collarbone or collarbones. And keep tapping. You might even hear it on a microphone. Tap, tap, tap. Quite, quite gentle tapping, almost like a butterfly, it pushes impulses into that part of your body and then it starts releasing the level of fear we don't need anymore. 
all this fear, say it out loud, repeat after me. And then the next and the final point is under your arm. For, our lady, for us ladies, it's where the bra line is. Breath in. I'm feeling this fear. So what, how it works best is you do a few rounds of tapping. So you go back to the top of your head, eyebrows, side of the eye. But I'll te now teach you how to then go into what if I can choose to feel more calm? And so repeat after me. What if I can choose to feel more calm? Top of the head. Beginning of the eyebrows. What if everything will work out well? The side of your eye, tap, tap, tap. I choose to feel calm. Under the eye. The evidence that I have that I can become is I am still here. My heart is beating for me. My lungs are breathing for me. Under the nose. What if this is the opportunity to step into my highest power? Under the chin. I can do this. We can do this. Collarbone. I'm here to make a positive change. I'm here to be the positive change. Under the arm, I'm here. I'm calm. I am well. I'm safe. I am love. I'm courage. And then take a breath in and out. And then check in with yourself. So we only done two rounds. One is acknowledging what is. And then the second round was moving into where we want to go. Generally, we can do two, three, four rounds of just acknowledging what is. And then we feel the levels of anxiety, fear, or whatever it is coming down. And then we tap onto, really bring into our body the emotions we want to feel. And some of the great things that we have, you know, some ladies in our workshop use tapping to, you know, as incredible high-class lawyers to mm. step into their power before they go into a very important case and they feel a difference 100%. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, one of the that's, that's beautiful, that, thank you, Miliana. One of the beautiful things about uh, tapping and the technique of releasing is that you are first legitimately, consciously, intentionally recognizing your feelings. This is the healthiest way to live on the planet. We are not giving you tools to push down or repress feelings. We are we are helping you acknowledge the feelings that you have. And Liliana, as we are acknowledging the feelings and tapping on these meridians, we are basically... Um, I'll say short-circuiting, for lack of a better word, our nervous system response of embedding it in. So rather than attaching meaning to the feelings or judgment, self-judgment in particular, which really, really wires in the feeling as a permanent state, we are just acknowledging it uh, unemotionally. We are acknowledging it uh, to be present with it. And we are also giving ourselves practice 
that our feelings aren't going to overcome us, that we are in charge of them. It's sort of like taming a dog. You know, a dog that's not, who is not tamed is, is not going to be a very fun pet. But when you tame a dog and you can then work with its energy and its, and its animal instincts, it's not wrecking your life. There are some people who have dogs that are not trained, and it basically wrecks their life. And this is how our feelings are. If they are tamed, and if we are the master of them, we can enjoy our feelings, and we can also use them as signals to pay attention to something. Because having fear is helpful, but it's harmful if it's in charge of us. So beautiful description of the tapping technique. Emiliana, I really appreciate it. And uh, as you know, and all, always our clients give you such uh, high marks for this. Your, your voice and your soothingness is just absolutely awesome and beautiful on top of the tapping technique. So we're acknowledging the feeling. We are then acknowledging the fact that we are in charge of what's going on and we, and we are aware. And then uh, can't we also then, Emiliana, go through another tapping sequence of all is safe, all is well. Mm-hmm. And then we, we basically uh, calm the nervous system down in that framing of the fact that, that everything is fine. And there is no true magic of how many times you can do it a day or anything like that. But we have had clients who literally do it situationally when they need to be in charge of their feeling state and not have it be in control. Uh, attorneys in, in court, uh other folks presenting in the meeting, uh, perhaps uh, just kind of being present in any type of situation that you're feeling some feelings that you don't want to have at the moment, but you don't want to repress them. So be present, yeah. manage it, and move move into a powerful state on it. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, yeah, absolutely. We're gonna, can I just add that? Um, yeah. You know how we, right now a lot of people are trying or doing meditation, and when you feel it's hard to go into meditation, when there is a bit of like anxiety and fear going on, tapping is the bridge towards that. Yeah. Start first with tapping and then go into meditation. You'll have a just a more profound experience and you calm down your central nervous system, your, your gut reaction of fear, and then you can go into a beautiful meditation. Yes, that's, that's wonderful and, and great, great advice. Because sometimes folks can't calm themselves into a meditation. They say, meditation doesn't work for me. They're up their arms, and what's happening is they're just not in a readiness state. So that's a brilliant, brilliant uh, suggestion as well. So once you can manage your nervous system, you now can navigate life more powerfully and more in your own genius zone. And so your genius zone truly is the integration of your gut, your heart, but to have the heart leading. And so often we, in, in the work that we do, we basically call this the power of your soul. So your, your, your divine soul self, is, is basically speaking to you and coming alive through your heart center. So heart coherence is this term that basically means that you are in tune with yourself. Like tuning a piano, making sure that when you hit that one key that it's the right sound. You can be an expert at, at tuning your heart, at heart coherence. I'm going to give you a tool right now in the next three to five minutes it might even be shorter than that, um, but to help you get some, gain some heart coherence. And that means that all of the messaging centers 
are coming together and your heart is leading. This is really important. Those human beings on this planet who are the most successful people, and I'm just talking money, but that goes along with it because if you're vibing at a high level, prosperity is attracted to you and through you. So your highest level of success is moving into your heart and having heart coherence. And a lot of these techniques were developed in order to help people become more successful in life and have less problems. Isn't that what we all want? So put your hands on your heart, which basically means on the top of your chest, and you can put it, put your hands on the middle of your chest, even though your heart is off to the side a little bit. Don't worry about that. You don't need to be 100% anatomically correct. And just take a nice breath into your heart so that your breath feels like it's coming in and out of your hands that are on your chest, in and out. I always say inhale the anxiety, exhale freedom. Inhale. And after a few more powerful, passionate breaths, you can then relax. And allow your body to breathe for you. Allow your breath to be eating. And focus on your hands with the breath being easy coming to your chest. And say, I am here. I am here. I am here. I am. Allow yourself now to focus on your hands, on your chest, and being present right here. If you're seated, sink in a little bit more into your seat and relax. I am here. From time to time, this might bring tears coming down your eyes. You might feel some tingling in your body because you are beckoning forth. The greatest magnetized pull that you have as a human being, and that is your heart's energy. Allow the power of it to be okay. I am here. I am love. I am present. And allow yourself to settle into this feeling. Breath is easy. Hands are relaxed. Be present. And now focus on the beating of the heart inside your chest underneath your hands. Allow yourself to feel the heart. Know it's there. And you can even be super friendly and say, hello, heart. Hello, heart. 
Hello, heart muscle. I'm here. And your heart says back, I am here. I am here for you, the heart says. And as you're focused on the beating of your heart, thank your heart for beating for you. Thank you, heart. I've never had to think about you, whether you would beat or not. When I was growing up as a young girl, I took you for granted and I took you everywhere I went and you were there for me. I had a beautiful beating heart playing with my friends. I had a beautiful beating heart coloring in my room by myself. No matter what happened to me, my heart was beating. Thank you. Thank you, heart, for beating for me. Thank you, heart, for being there for me. Thank you, heart. Thank you, heart. And as I was growing up, you kept beating. When I ran in playgrounds, you beat faster to help my body have more oxygen and blood. When I was resting and sleeping at home, you helped calm my heart down. And it only beat as much as it needed to. When I was excited and happy, it increased your heart rate just a little bit for me so I'd know that I was excited and happy. Thank you for all of that. Thank you for going up and down as needed without me even having to tell you. Thank you, heart. Thank you, heart. Thank you. As I've gotten a little bit older, exercise. You helped me do that. You help me adjust to every situation. You're always there for me, no matter what's going on. Thank you, heart. Thank you, heart. Thank you, heart. I'm so grateful that you're there, no matter what is happening on the outside. You're always there for me. You're beating for me when I wake up in the morning, when I have my coffee, when I meditate and pray. You're hanging out there in my chest, feeling my entire body, everything it needs. You're making it all work fine. When I start my day and kiss my kids and smile at my husband, when you are beating, doing your thing, and you allow me to focus on the other things that are important. Thank you, heart. Thank you, heart. Thank you. Allow yourself to feel the heart in your chest. And allow yourself to feel the magnetic pull of that beautiful, pumping, energized, magnetized, beautiful part of you. The heart in your chest is the representation of everything flowing in your life. Spend a few minutes every day blessing and thanking it and you will feel better. And when you practice loving on your heart and in gratitude and opening up the energy of your beautiful, beautiful, magnificent soul coming through in that gorgeous energy of the heart, 
You will live happier and truer for who you are. You will live more in appreciation and freedom. You will live more in the belief that everything always works out for you. So take that beautiful heart coherence and take it with you throughout your day. Utilize the technique that Mariana shared with you on tapping as well. And know that you have two super cool tools now in your toolkit. Miliana, thank you so much for joining me today and helping talk about how the gut and the heart and the head work together in one beautiful, harmonious way for us to live our lives in the best harmony possible. Thank you again for being awesome. Thank you, Mo. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Coach Mo Fall. We will see you next time here on Unity Radio. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.